Hi, I'm Lyndon Phillips from Prime Real Estate Phuket. You're listening to the Phuket Property Podcast. Each episode, I'll be talking to property developers and property resellers around Thailand and asking them questions that you, the buyer and investor, want to know the answers to. Good morning, everyone. We're here on the uh, west coast of Phuket this morning. It's a glorious day, a little bit windy, so we apologize if you can hear some rumbles of wind in the mics, but not to worry. I'm here with uh, Mr. Jonathan Gascoigne, and uh, we're at Andara Resorts and Villas. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, all. Good morning, Lyndon. How are we? All right. I'm very well, very well, enjoying the tropical scenes here, whilst there's a winter in the north of the world. Yeah, that's right, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> pretty flipping honourable. My my uh, my mum and dad sent me some um, some pictures of snow that they had last last uh, last week, so I wasn't really, I wasn't too upset about missing that one, but it's never okay, mind. It's okay for the first hour, snow. Yeah, it's okay, <laughs> yeah, until it all turns to slush, but never mind. Okay, so um, Jonathan, we're here at Andara, you're looking after the sale of one of these villas, uh, Villa 20, is it okay if I mention the number? It is, very much so. Uh, looking after the sale, I think that's you. Um, that's going to be your department. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm more house-sitting here, making sure that the property is in good order, um, allowing you to do your work. Okay, all right, that's good enough. So, uh, Jonathan, just a little bit of background about yourself, if I may. How, how did you come to Phuket and when? Okay, well, let me give you some background. Uh, I was, uh, I'm a UK citizen. Uh, I was born in the West Midlands, brought up in the southeast of uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, in a small Hertfordshire village. Um, a little bit more background, I, uh, as a young, a young teenager, I found a talent in athletics. I was a professional athlete for Great Britain, uh, holder of two British records and a European title as well. I then uh, ran a, a banking job or, or career in parallel for a period of 12 years with a, a leading UK bank. Uh, and that then led into property consultancy with one of the largest property consultancy firms in the world being Savills PLC. Mm -hmm. After an eight-year stint there, uh, very sadly, um, I lost both my parents in the same year to terminal illnesses. Uh, this, this was a very tough time in my life, probably the hardest thing I ever faced. Having no blood relatives left in the United Kingdom um, and walking a very lonely walk one January, cold January day along the River Thames, I saw an advert for a ticket around the world for £999. <laughs> Bargain. Uh, I thought, well, I'll have some of that. I mean, this was some 20 years ago. So I actually did go in to the agency. I purchased a ticket. I then went back, resigned reluctantly from the business. Um, and actually, I was put on a sabbatical. They didn't actually want me to leave. And I went on a 12-year tour around the globe on which we all live. My 12 first, years? Sorry, uh, I went on a 12-month 12 months, quite 12 right. 12 years. years. You, well, must actually, have been <laughs> you must have been their star, their star, I, I star I, person to I think keep it you probably for 12 years. <laughs> At times, it felt like 12 years, especially when I didn't have any accommodation. I ended up in an airport lounge at the middle of the night and sleeping on an airport bench. But anyway, that's a, that is another story. Yeah, yeah. I, I am... Um, my first experience of this trip is that I ended up flying directly into Southeast Asia. The way I can summarize this to the world is that Southeast Asia is like leaving one planet and going to a new planet. The people here are amazing. It doesn't matter whether you're in Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Myanmar. The attitude is, I can do. And that for me was 
a breath of fresh air. Um, on top of that, there, in a, there is a climate out here that is exceptional. Um, 11 hours of sunlight, majority of the day, all day, all year round. Average temperatures of 30 degrees Celsius. Uh, and we only have two seasons in Southeast Asia, a wet monsoon and a dry monsoon. And for me, the lifestyle here was, was very good. Having been having a sporting background, I needed to uh, continue my sport and this type of climate allowed me to do that. So that's how I found Southeast Asia. Now, Thailand itself um, is, as we all know, one of the big backpacking environments. And I, I went around the whole country. I was meant to be here for six weeks. It actually turned into five months. Um, and I saw so much of the culture here uh, and understood it. And I then continued my travels, went back to London after 12 months. Uh, yes, 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I sat at my desk for the first time and realized this is not really where I want to be for the rest of my life. So I actually packed up and came all the way back and started life for a couple of years in the island of Koh Samui. Um, and after time, I then brought myself over to Phuket. And there was a difference between the two islands for me. The stark difference really is that I found Phuket had a very sophisticated lifestyle whilst also having the opportunity to have a simple lifestyle. Mm. Um, how does that come about? Phuket itself is a, an island that is as big as Singapore, around 574 square kilometres. Um, it has an international airport that is truly international. The carriers that come in, obviously pre-COVID, um, are, are from all destinations of the world. Europe connects through the Dubai hub to Phuket direct. Uh, we have Hong Kong and Singapore direct flights. Uh, Australians or Australasia that comes up via Singapore and or direct uh, and so on and so forth. The world can get to Phuket very very easily and this this attracts all types of people from all different uh, societies around the world and with Singapore and Hong Kong you have a very sophisticated type of person that will come to this part of the world um, and Phuket truly over time has become a brand in itself. Um, sometimes people might think of it as a country of its own right um, because honestly that's how it feels. It's a multicultural society but yet it, it remains true to the DNA of Southeast Asia as well. So it's quite, quite an incredible place to, to live and spend time. Y you came to Phuket after Samui. What do you personally like about Phuket itself? For me you can you, you have uh, the beaches, which are great, some of the best beaches in the world. I mean, as I've already mentioned, I've traveled, I've seen the globe. In fact, I've circumnavigated the, the globe now three times. I have seen beaches from the Maldives to the Caribbean. I can honestly tell you the beaches here on the west coast, in particular of Phuket, are some of the best beaches you'll find in any part of the world. And for me, outdoor life, beach life was important. So that ticked a box. Mm. But I also, having lived in London, worked in London, I enjoy doing a little bit of shopping, branded luxury goods. Here we have super shopping malls. Um, you can get anything you want, any luxury branded goods, for example, that you'd see in Paris, in London, in New York. They're here on the island in Central Festival. Uh, the Chiravat family have done a great job in setting up the shopping mall and it caters for all different tastes from all different parts of the world. And then there's the restaurants. I mean, there is a plethora of restaurants, all different cuisines that you can enjoy. And the restaurant 
uh, restaurateurs and chefs that are here, they truly are world class, and yet at affordable prices. And that for me also ticked a box. Yachting, very important. Um, I, I'm yet to pick up the golf club and understand this, um, but there are a plethora of golf courses here too. And, um, and then there's the sports park, uh, Taimundra Sports Park. Now this was originally created by an Olympian uh, as well, an Olympian swimmer from Germany, and he's created a, a world-class outdoor weather, uh, all-weather track, uh, an Olympic-sized pool, there are tennis courts, anything you want to do uh, in, in activity is in that park. And then there's the water parks that have now come online. Blue Tree has been set up, world-class water park, fantastic for the family and the kids. And also there's retail and F&B outlets there for people to enjoy. Um, and then the connectability, the road surfaces and the connection here throughout the whole island is super. So you can get around and do what you want to do each and every day and you don't get lost for activity. Yeah, so it's a it's a real um, outdoor lifestyle basically with everything yeah. with everything to boot. Okay, yeah. all right. So Jonathan, moving on then from from the lifestyle part of Phuket, uh, we come to this incredible villa here. Um, tell us tell us a bit about this place that uh, that you're house sitting and and, uh, and and where it is and what what makes it unique. The house that we're sitting in, I was actually part and parcel of, of putting this together for the owner some, some years ago, back in 2007-8. Two, and um, we had a design brief from the owner. He, he wanted to use the property, uh, have a property in Phuket for, for winter usage. He, he's based in Hong Kong, wanted to get away from the, uh, the climate there in Hong Kong in the December, January months and, and February. Uh, and wanted a family home. He had some, uh, te he's got teenage children at the time. Um, so he wanted, he said to us in a design brief, myself and the lead arch architect, Branko Pahor, he said that uh, I want a home uh, that is uh, truly luxurious uh, and can capture the, the tropical environment in which it sits. So the first thing to do was find the plot uh, that would work for him and also to understand from him what he needed for his family. What he really wanted was facilities as well to be able to um, have a home that he could have a gym, a spa, for example. And it was uh, basically, I think, the brief at the time, look, thinking back, was I wanted a resort within a resort. Mm. <laughs> mm. Villa 20 is exactly that. Um, the location of the plot was the first thing to choose, to optimise on the mountainside uh, the views that we could f for, th for the particular owner in order that he could tick the box of luxury. Um, I want to come back to this word shortly. Um, but just a bit more of a description about the home. Uh, as I say, he wanted a resort home inside a resort, so he's ended up with five double bedrooms or with uh, five-piece ensuite bathrooms. He has a huge-sized living uh, pavilion. Um, he has a, a dining pavilion, a western kitchen. There are maids' quarters, utility room. Um, there is there is over 800 square meters of tropical garden space. Uh, 120 square meters of swimming pool and where we're sitting at the moment we're sitting in a 40 square meter dining sala which also has uh, 12 dining chairs dining table with uh, a seating area as well is is, is immense mm. um, luxury I was asked this question many years ago and I, I understood it for this particular owner luxury isn't necessarily about the price we pay for something for me luxury was about uh, being able to enhance all of our body senses 
all five at one time. So what we see, what we hear, what we smell, what we taste and what we touch, by aligning all of those, we then have a feeling of a sixth sense of feeling good and a feeling of well-being. It is exactly this brief that was injected into this property. So if we walk through this house from the entry door, we have a two meter by three meter solid teak doors, which represent uh, the entry gates to the forbidden city in Beijing. Uh, a cascading small staircase brings you down to tropical gardens, grassed areas. Branko Pahor, the lead architect, does a great job of incorporating livescape within the hardscape of the architecture of the building. The building itself is a, a blend of Thai, Balinese and contemporary architecture. So as you walk through the property, the contemporary side, you'll see large sliding glass panel doors. So both the living pavilion and the dining pavilion will open up on all sides, giving you a connection between indoor and outdoor spaces. And this is very important in a tropical climate because we're here because of the climate, because it's so good. So you need to connect your indoor and outdoor spaces together. Weather can change. So we have very heavy rainfall in, in tropical climates. What we've done here is we've connected the pavilions with, uh, with covered walkways. So you can actually transit around the property without getting overheated from sunlight and or getting wet from the rain. That's important, right? Yeah, it, I've it been depends. I've several um, times well, in, <laughs> a, in a quick <laughs> shower you, when, you when <laughs> there is not those walkways at yeah. present. And there are certain cultures in the world that actually want to be in a warmer climate but don't like direct sun. So, for example, the Chinese culture is that they really don't like the direct sun on their bodies, but they do want the warmer climate. climate. Yeah. So catering for that uh, type of design in the building is very, very important um, because we need to, the, the design has to obviously meet all different parts of the world. For example, this particular owner doesn't rent his property, but he may do in the future. So he doesn't know who would stay here from what part of the world and or where the situation is we are today, we're looking to sell the property. So you, as, as a leading agent here, needs to obviously identify, does the property meet all different cultural requirements? Yeah. And I think sitting here, we can understand Western culture would enjoy this, Southeast Asian cultural people enjoy this, and Australasian, etc. I, I understand that. Who would the property fit? I mean, it, it, it has a great scope. We're talking about uh, Westerners and uh, people from uh, Southeast Asia and things. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it sounds to me as though it would fit just about anybody, but would, would it fit a large family, a, a, a professional couple? It's quite big for a professional couple. But who do you think would end up buying a property like this? Because he, the, the owner bought it and, and designed it and developed it for uh, for his family, correct? He did. He did. I mean, as I say, emphasis was on luxury. Um, just going back to the design before I answer your question about the 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 types of people for the property uh, or persons. The the design here was to optimise the view. 180 degrees view we have of the ocean, west sunsets across the sea, northscape mountains of Phuket, um, and also to the east we have the mountainscape of the Kamala village and the golden beach of Kamala. All of that's been captured in all principal rooms of this property. There are only two rooms that do not see the ocean. That's the maid's quarter and the utility room, and that is it. So th we, we, we've managed to do that. We've also incorporated a lot of native woods here, teak, tobacco, maca, uh, stone, as natural stone has also been used in the, in the DNA of the property, uh, Thai silks, 
um, Thai art artifacts, artifacts from Indonesia, etc. And also to give more of a contemporary lean, we've um, furnished with some loose furnishings from the Italian designer Monotti as well. So. We also have a, a Sonos AV system here as well, so we really are ticking the, the 21st century step forward in some of the boxes here on the house. So who does it fit, mm, having yeah. now explained that to you? Um, for me, it does fit a professional couple, even if it is a couple, because professional couples have friends, they have family, they have relatives. The master bedroom suite is um, like having a luxurious penthouse apartment on its own. It measures some 120 square meters, the master bedroom suite. Um, but you can still lock off the other four bed bedrooms that exist here in the property. Um, the dining pavilion and the uh, western kitchen connect together, so that creates a, a livable space even for a professional couple, as well as going to the private gym here and the private spa within the property um, can also work for a professional couple. But because the bedroom spaces and the outdoor living spaces are so large, not only can you entertain your friends if you're a professional couple, but this also can lead towards families as well. This particular owner had at the time uh, three teenage children. They've enjoyed the property for some 12 years uh, for, for their winter retreat. So again, it ticks that box for family life as well. I live here on my own. Does it work? I can honestly tell you after the last <laughs> seven months, it works. It um, probably works very well indeed. <laughs> it does. So, you know, th there are some professional individuals out there. And in fact, I have recently shown somebody that is uh, a single person. Uh, he's 63 years of age from Switzerland. And, and he enjoyed the property very, very much and could see himself here. So th I think, to truly, this house can actually work for all Mm. Um, it's a question of just coming to understand what is it you want and from having been in international property consultancy myself understanding the Phuket market the real estate market in on, on a global basis my recommendation to all people out there is resort property is a great way forward why because you have people that you can call and service and look after you day in and day out if you so wish it is not compulsory but to have that facility on your doorstep is very important the resort in which this particular villa sits has access to 110 square uh, 110 meter super yacht it has uh, a, a 300 850 square meter, excuse me, an 850 square meter, eight bedroom spa. There is a, a restaurant with 140 covers uh, and a gymnasium of 300 square meters. Um, and as I say, there's a concierge team you can call up at any time to get anything from a, a, a Kit Kat through to a bottle of champagne or a full, full uh, five course dinner. So for me, Resort living is important for people to understand and also this particular property, as I said to you earlier, it's like a resort inside of a resort. It's a spectacular home that ticks the box for all. Yeah, okay, understood, Jonathan. So, um, so you've been here now for several months in lockdown. <laughs> uh, or not in lockdown, but um, could we call it self-exile? That would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, but, uh, but you could be called a sentence, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't mind a sentence like this. But uh, so you've had you've had time to wander around the place and and, and really get the feel of it. Mm. What what are your favourite what are your favourite parts of the property? What what do you like most about it? How what works for you? Balance and order. Explain that for me. Branko Pahor, as I've mentioned before, is the lead architect. The one thing I met when I first met Branko thirteen years ago. 
Um, and as I sit here today, I would truly tell the world he's like a brother to me. We're both cut from the same cloth in that we have a, an element of OCD. What we both understand in life is that balance and order makes you feel good. So when you walk into a property and the furnishings are have a place where they should sit and everything is reflected in the same way on the opposite wall um, in, in a balanced order. Uh, the columns on a property, for example, that I'm looking at here at the moment, every single one is in line in its place. One is not wider than the other, not deeper than the other. Most people don't see balance and order. They just walk in and if something looks good, they say, yeah, this feels great. Mm. It is often balance and order that controls our lives and makes us feel good. Mm. Um, those of us that do have this line of OCD in us, well, I, I'm hands up, I have it. Um, <laughs> uh, we understand it. It's Which a question. Of, two wives had it. <laughs> could, could, could be, could be. But, you know, it, it's what defines actually a good branded product, a good luxury product. You know, any branded product you pick up in the world that feels good. I, I'm, I'm sitting now looking at an, an iPhone. You know, the way it's put together, it's balanced and ordered. It's functional and practical and it works. And that's exactly what this house is. As I say, I'm living at the moment in 2,100 square meters or 22,600 square foot of property. And this property actually feels to me like it could be just uh, an intimate apartment or the palace that it also has been designed to, to feel and look like. So it all comes down to balance and order for me. Everything's in its place and it works. And, uh, and, and that's, it. that's it in summary. That, that is exactly the DNA of this, this property that we're sitting in. Okay, all right. So f final thoughts uh, to, to wrap up with Jonathan. Uh, why do you think someone should buy this property? Why? Very simply, where else in the world can you for 447 US dollars a square foot obtain you know 22,600 square foot for this price I mean 447 US dollars a square foot for what is actually here a fully furnished property uh, built uh, meticulously designed and seamlessly built is probably the way to put this in summary I've been around this prop this world I've seen an awful lot of property from cities to resort property in various locations and I've never ever experienced something as extraordinary as this um, I think, Lyndon, if you if you can bring us some people along that listen to this, anybody that comes to your office and comes along with you will fully understand what they're seeing here and what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's it's a property that. But I mean, I mean we just we in summary, four, I mean, four forty-seven. I just keep mentioning this number. To get this somewhere else in a Western development, you need to go up ten times. Yeah. 10 times. You know, what I'm trying to say is that there is retained value, economic value in this house. There is an uplift to come in this property, even at the guide price. And, and, and I believe that Phuket is still in its embryonic stages. It really is. If you look around the island, it's, you know, people talk about it overdeveloped. It's not overdeveloped. Trust me, it's not. There is an awful lot of land mass here that's not developed. Mm. There's an awful lot of capacity here. Uh, some of the smaller provinces, some of the boutique islands, they already feel claustrophobic. Phuket doesn't feel like that. So that means that there can be greater foot flow to come in the future, larger foot flow from the 10 million we had pre-COVID. You can double this number, maybe triple this number as well. Foot flow and brings investors. Investor sentiment drives prices. There is uplift at these prices here per square foot. This is why the economics of this house also work. Uh, f for people now running costs <laughs> very important for people to understand I live here uh, I run this house day in and day out I've had 
monthly statements come through for the last seven months and I pay no more, no more than 4,000 US a month to run a 22,600 square foot property, 120 square meter swimming pool. Uh, and it's, this is really, really good good money yeah. you know you, you'd be paying three or four times this in other parts of the world yeah and it really does work you know genuinely it works okay all right jonathan thank you very much indeed i think that the one thing i'd like to add is that the location here and the view is absolutely spectacular it's one thing for for us to have a chat about this now um sitting in the sala uh but people can't really understand how gorgeous the view is it's absolutely stunning you can take my word for it and if you're interested in viewing something like this or this particular property, please uh, get in contact with us at Prime Real Estate. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Jonathan, thank you very much indeed for your time today. You're much very welcome. appreciated. And great to see you again. You too. You too. Keep well. Keep safe, everybody. Speak soon. Take, Take care. Bye-bye. The Phuket Property Podcast is brought to you by Prime Real Estate Phuket. If you're looking for property to buy or rent or looking to sell or rent your property, then contact Prime Real Estate at phuketprime.com. Phuket Podcast is hosted by Lyndon Phillips and produced by Shark Productions.